Hi, I'm Gary Gunapus, and you're listening to Gut Talks, double C, U, double T. Hi, everyone. I'm Maria, and welcome to season three of Gut Talks, double G, U, double T, a podcast about business, design, and gut feelings. I started Gut Talks a couple of years ago to educate, spread some karma on the board, connect, reconnect, or learn from awesome entrepreneurs, industry leaders, and investors. By the way, there are no sponsors on the show, but a like, a share, comment, and hitting the subscribe button would mean a lot. Now let's get started. This is our next episode of the segment with Karin Kunapas, where we talk about her journey into the startup world, about Code Yubi the coding school based out of Estonia and about Estonia in general, the country of many unicorns and many startups. Here we go. But I have a few questions based on what you, you said. So the, the first one is, how is the reception from uh, traditional universities? Because you're kind of competing with them in a way, and they are kind of supported by the government, I guess, right? Yeah. We don't see ourselves as competitors. We see ourselves as alternative education because I think what's the issue with education is that we keep teaching things in the same way as we've been doing that for like hundreds of years. You know, there's a teacher explaining something, everybody has to be in the classroom, listen to it, maybe make, take some notes, maybe use it practically. And we assume that everybody studies, uh, like learns in the same way, but people need different kind of methodologies. And I think this is becoming, people are probably becoming more and more aware of that. And so how do we do differ? Differ is that we have this kind of self-learning methodology. It is a computer program, basically, to like uh, explain it as easy as possible. And there they have different kind of projects that they have to do. So there's a project description, what they have to write. For example, they have to write the forum or they have to write like a social network. And most of these tasks are done in a team. So it's either like two people up to like 16 people. So they also have to learn to write with other people. Right to people. 16. Yeah. It depends on the size of the projects and what they have yep. to do. And so it's, it mimics a lot what it actually will be like when they go to work. Because quite often this kind of like pair programming or team programming is becoming more and more popular. That's how they have to do it. In terms of the university vocational schools, when we first launched, I think uh, they did feel that we're a competitor. But what we have really tried to do with our communication and so on and this, like we're not a competitor, we're an alternative. Because we also have some people who have come from universities and universities, uh, like depends what they're learning. Uh, quite often it's more like theoretical background, which is also very needed, but then they come to Ilfi and do the practical thing also. And the same with the vocational school. So it is uh, more this kind of, they, these two can support each other. Yeah. You said something. So they work in teams and it's kind of mimicking real life, real challenges, real projects. So I guess from the very beginning. And you said you have people from 18 up to 60, so different skill sets, d- different kind of experiences. Very quickly, they have to adapt and face kind of reality of a team dynamics, you know, building product management, uh, some leadership skills, like because you're kind of a platform and you said there are no teachers involved mm-hmm. and it's self-face. How do you see what's happening with the students? to build a product and work in a team because at the end of the day, they will all have to work with teams. So how can you get them to that point and be sure and be confident that yes, they are ready to be released in the wild? What we can see is that people are different, taking different kind of roles. So when you say that there's no teachers, the idea is that the students are each other's teachers. 
So uh, like we say from the first day that basically if you don't know something, like ask the person on the left, ask the person on the right. If they don't help, Google will always help you, you know. That's how they're supposed to support each other through that. So uh, if they don't understand, then ask somebody who maybe have a bit more knowledge or has understood it and explains to other. And we're also doing this kind of soft skills training in terms of like teamwork and management and so on. There are different, definitely uh, people who have more strengths towards certain roles. And uh, some people, maybe they don't have to lead a team, but hopefully in this this scenario, they understand better like how they like to work with people, what kind of roles they like to take. And they have this kind of more practical experience when they go to a job interview or when they go to actual work that they already have like an idea of how this is going to function and like what role they're going to take. And I think in terms of skills, we've also talked with partners a lot. We do also different kind of workshops with them, different kind of talks to to keep checking if our students actually have the skills that we say that they have. And this is something that we really believe and so far so good. But yeah, I think in September, October, I will know for sure where the first match yeah. completely done. So I'm interested in how do you match them? Is this the initial assessment that helps you match them? You have specific algorithms or data, I mean, you're, that you're still building, I assume, but to make sure you match teams that could work well together or could not work well together. Actually, the students can mostly, they can choose themselves. There are some okay. tasks when they're put to teams in uh, random people. So also the idea is that like sometimes you have to work with people with who maybe you would not want to work with. Yep. So uh, again, to understand like what kind of people you don't like working with. So because quite often if you go to work, you might not be able to choose the people who are in your team. And to just then like you figure out how to adapt to that, how to actually make it work. But also like when you're choosing your job, if there's some kind of red flags that are very like uh, that you're very strict about to make sure that you have figured those out because i remember like when i finished university myself like i went to a school where we had a lot of teamwork it also in every course we had a teamwork it had like, a similar kind of system a bit that sometimes you chose your teammates sometimes we were put together with random people and that was a really good basis for me because uh, i would understand like what kind of dynamics it often works and so on and then I met some other people from other schools who maybe had like one teamwork throughout the whole the whole thing or so on. And you can really understand the difference if people have been forced to work with people before or not. It starts with the gut. It ends with the gut. It's in your gut. Gut Talks. Thanks for listening. Subscribe, share or like to get notified about the upcoming episodes of this segment and upcoming segments. 